What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. Uh, it's Monday. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I know there's a few tournaments going on. Uh, I know there's one in Utah. We're going to talk to uh, the tournament director of that one here. Oh, we, we did. We're going to hear it just a little bit. Uh, Table Rock was a big tournament that happened this weekend. Uh, congrats to all winners. I hope everyone had a good time. I uh, hope everyone had safe travels. Uh, it's good to see these events going on, man. It's, uh, you know, after the last two, three months that we've had, this whole COVID-19 bullshit, uh, it's good to see us moving forward and hopefully to, you know, whatever normal is going to be for us after this. Uh, hope I hope I want it to be as normal as possible, uh, but uh, we'll see, man. Uh, I got a tournament coming up this weekend. It's my favorite uh, lake in uh, upstate New York or the Northeast period, but uh, Otisco Lake, uh, the New York KBF is having another live event there. Uh, and I'm really excited about that. I got a cabin. Uh, my wife and my son, we're all going to go kind of hang out by the lake. Uh, I'll drink beer. Uh, you know, fire, you know, cook it, cooking out, all that kind of shit. I'm, I'm really excited about this weekend. So hopefully I'll be able to get there and pre-fish and I'll just have a great performance on Saturday. I need a, I need a good performance. My last few tournaments have not been that great. Uh, 2020 has not been my coming out year uh, or my breakthrough year, uh, but whatever. It's all fun. Uh, I had a great time. I always have a great time these things. So uh, looking forward to seeing my friends in the water. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Um, you guys, make sure you tag me, hit me up on whatever's going on with you. Uh, I love, I love being tagged with your guys, you know, pictures or whatever videos. I uh, keep putting out that great content. I love it. Uh, you know, got a GoPro, record, record, record. You know, we want to see it. Uh, I, I love it when my uh, my social media is, uh, is all you guys instead of all this other shit that's going on in the country right now. I want to see people catch fish, uh, have a great time, hang out with their family, shit like that. So, but uh, anyways, before we get into this, let me go ahead and thank my supporters. Uh, Outdoorsman Coffee, uh, Dark Waters 15, get yourself a discount. I just ordered some this morning. It was running low. Uh, but stay caffeinated and get your, get your coffee from uh, someone who's a veteran and a fellow kayak angler. Uh, but like I said, Dark Waters 15, get a discount code. But support your own. Uh, X-Zone Lures, the guys have been really good to me. They make great plastics. Uh, I can't get enough of them. I, I just made an order yesterday, too. I need, I need to resupply for the rest of the season. But uh, – Love their plastics, love their company, great products, great people. So uh, make sure you use D, capital D, capital W, 15, get yourself a discount there. And uh, yeah, get yourself some plastics. But uh, we'll jump into this thing. Uh, my next guest is Erin uh, Mathis. She's out of um, uh, fuck, Utah. Uh, Utah, definitely my bucket list. Ever, I've never seen a bad picture taken in Utah, you know? Uh, beautiful place. Uh, but she's the uh, tournament director for the, the local chapter. Um, and we, you know, we talked a lot about shit. Like we, we've been friends on uh, social media for a while. Uh, she's, she's quite a popular name in the community. Uh, it's been, you know, been on a few sh shows and things like that, but, uh, just a, just a nice person, man. I, I was, I was glad to finally get to talk to her. Uh, we just went over a whole bunch of shit, being a tournament director, how she got in the fishing, just, just one of those, uh, you know, get to know you type, uh, episodes. And, uh, you know, I like, I like getting to know people, I like talking to people who, support the show and I love having them on the show and just, you know, building new friendships and, you know, networking and things like that. So, uh, Aaron Matthews, I hope everyone enjoys the show. Uh, I can't thank you guys enough for all the support, man. It's, uh, it's been a crazy 2020, but, uh, we, we've gone through this shit together. Um, you know, it's, it's we're doing the best and it's going to get better, I guess. I don't know. Can't, can't be this bad forever. Right. But, uh, anyways, hope everyone's safe. Uh, like I said, Keep me updated on what's going on in your life, but uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Ciao.
Hello, Miss Aaron. Welcome to the show. How are we doing tonight? Good. How are you, Josh? Good, good. Uh, you you like me, you're in a lot of pain right now, right? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> this is the this is the broken body episode. Uh, oh, we're talking about broken broken backs and broken knees. There you go. I dig it. Yeah. Well, this is your first time on the show. Uh, it, it was bound to happen eventually. Um, uh, why don't you just go ahead, just you know the drill, introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, and what's going on in your life right now. Yeah, um, Aaron, I live in Utah. Uh, I am a co-owner and run Kayak Fishing Utah, and I'm an equipment engineer here. And um, I'm also a what my kids like to call me mother in training. They're my boyfriend's kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, live here with my boyfriend, his two kids, and yeah, just fishing and it's getting hot. I'm loving it. Yeah. So, uh, Arizona, or I'm sorry, Utah. Did you grow up in Utah? I grew up in Arizona, actually. <laughs> ah, see, I knew that. I knew there was a connection. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, That's so, funny. you know, Utah's on my list. It's, uh, it's my bucket list. I've been wanting to go there, uh, ever since I found out about it. You know, seeing pictures on National Geographic of, like, uh, Zion National Park and Moab. Uh, do you live near any of those areas? Like, the, just the, the crazy desert rock formation things they got going on out there? No, I'm actually um, about four to five hours north. Um, I'm about an hour north of where Cape Field lives. Um, so, yeah, we're up more in the mountains. We've still got snow in our mountains. Um, yeah, not deserty here. No. All right. Well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it is beautiful <laughs> down there, though. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I get, I get every time cat she posts something, I get jealous. I'm like, not only are you catching fish, but you got like the most beautiful, like, backdrop ever like it's just like, I know. like, like, like what's not a photographic moment there you know <laughs> oh utah's gorgeous so kate kate's been living um down with her parents during this whole thing and so she's got like the awesome bass fishing down there in the desert area uh typically she lives more up north but we've got the mountains like we had snow last weekend um nice. i went to go pre-fish and it was snowing it was so freaking cold so but no does it get hot there like it does where uh, Kate's at right now? Because she's talking about like 90, 100, 105 or something like that. Yeah. So what's funny. So she's back up north because we have our tournament oh, okay. this weekend. But um, so last weekend it was in the 30s and snowing. And this coming weekend it's supposed to be 95. Utah's very bipolar. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Uh, all right. So well, how did we get into fishing and how did we end up in a kayak? Um. Well, I kind of just bought a kayak for fun. Um, fished a little bit here and there when I was a kid. My dad took me a couple times. Mostly my grandpa got me into it. And um, bought a kayak just for fun to paddle around a little bit. And um, got, caught a bass on it one time. My uh, my One of my buddies would take me out on this boat bass fishing. And, and I really, that was the first time I'd gone. Uh, it was probably like 10, 12 years ago. So when I got my kayak, I was like, oh, I can't remember bass fishing. I still had a couple of the lures and I threw them out and caught a bass. I was like, this is amazing. Um, <laughs> I'd only bought like a lifetime Tamarack. So um, I was almost quite scared. I remember that exact time I was on a, one of our lakes that has the huge tiger muskie. We're talking like 45 inches plus tiger muskie. And and one swam along next to me. And, and I mean, he was almost the size of my damn boat, it seemed like. And he was... <laughs> staring at me like I owed him money so I was like I need something more stable than this thing and um when I graduated college which wasn't too long ago um I uh decided to buy myself a Hobie 
and um, didn't know there was kayak bass fishing. Um, you know, I didn't know it was a sport. It was kind of like Kate. I didn't really know anything about it. I just heard there was Hobies that were awesome. And I was like, I'm going to spend a lot of money on it. And then I found the kayak fishing Utah page and I dove right in right after my divorce. I just fished my ass off. So it was awesome. Right now, uh, the, uh, you get in the tournaments in the, uh, you know, the, 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 the club, the, the local club you guys had there. Um, you know, it's, it seems like it, it's a smaller club compared to what we have out here, uh, on the East coast. Um, you know, what parts do you play in it? Um, you know, how long has it been around kind of go like over like your, your tournament series, like your, your the format, like how many tournaments you got a year? How do you guys decide where you're going to fish based off the limited water you guys have, you know, compared to, you know, how spoiled we are, uh, over here, you know, the Northeast or the Southeast or anywhere. Yeah, anywhere but here. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I find us a little bit luckier. I, I know Kate, she's, she's, uh, she's bound and determined to get out of here, but, um, <laughs> we, uh, we have some decent waters. We have some pretty big ones. I, so I was just a participant. Um, the bass series started in 2018. Uh, we were only a club of 30 people. Um, and that was my first, it was everybody's first season for the bass league bass series, I guess. And I took AOI that year. Um, and, uh, it was only me and one other female in the club. And, and so I kind of like, earn my place and my, and the respect or whatever. And I just, I, I went pre-fishing every single tournament. I was out on the water five days a week, putting the work in, um, bass fishing. was kind of new to almost everybody in the club. Um, yeah, I ended up taking AOI the next season, which was last season. Um, not going to bash our TD. I'm very grateful for the club that he put together. Um, but he was in it more for the profit than anything. And, and he didn't fish the tournaments. So that's great and all. But, um, you know, us as anglers, we were ready to to see our money go back to to other things. And so um, he wasn't the, some of the fish weren't being judged correctly. When you brought it up, they weren't being fixed. And so after enough uh, complaining, he uh, he handed the club over to me and my buddy Joe Randall shoot fish life. I don't know if you've seen any of his videos. Yeah, yeah, guy. He, I've watched a lot of his videos. Yeah. Yeah. So he's one of my best friends. We decided to take the club overs, but about middle of last year. And so, um, that's just it. And him and I are running it. Um, we don't take any profit. A hundred percent goes back to our members now. Um, sorry, my dogs are like jumping around right now. Um, hundred percent goes back to the members and it's just fun now. You know, I pay, I pay a, um, a judge in another state to judge our fish that way him and I can still compete and have fun. Then there's no questions asked. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty straightforward. And then this year we actually started up a juniors league as well. So that is, uh, geez, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like, take me fishing. Um, but, uh, so the juniors league has been awesome. Um, the kids get to fish for free. Thanks to Kate, she actually sponsored the Juniors League and made a very substantial donation towards them. And um, so they are getting like, it was like $15 for them to join. The tournaments are all free. They're getting a basket full of way more than $15 worth of stuff. New rod, a bunch of lures and all that stuff. So, um, and then we're going to keep track of AY points and the winner of that will get a, a new kayak. So nice. That's where nice. we're at. 
Now, how did you? Cause I've heard about you probably two years ago or whatever, but it seems like you you got maybe not that long, but like, I think I like, was it Mike? Yeah, Mike McKinstry came out there to Utah, right? Yeah, I was last yeah, that, year. Yeah, yeah, that was last year. Okay, I, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Like, when, I'm getting old. All the oh, years kind of blur together. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Me too. <laughs> but I mean, it's like you know, you seem to have like a you know, you're talked about. Like, I mean, Christine Fisher brought you up a few times, and people, you know. Aww. So yeah, so kind of how did you get your name in like? Cause, I mean, like Utah's just, like it just doesn't like when I think of kayak bass fishing, I, I don't think of Utah. But you know, but just like me in this you know weird upstate New York area. I somehow like bullied my way into where I know people now. And so like, what was kind of like, your approach to get like your name out there? I know whether it was organic or, or whatever, but like, you know, you're talked about, like how'd that happen? Oh, cool. Well, hopefully it's good stuff. Um, <laughs> I heard anything bad. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Until recently. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I... <laughs> no. Um, you know, I, I didn't do the YouTube thing. I like as graceful as a giraffe on ice on, on video, I feel like. So I, I didn't do the YouTube thing. I, I didn't feel like I had much to offer in the way of um, teaching things. That's probably going to change this year for me. But I think what it was is I decided um, – it was literally after my divorce. I said, I'm going to do what I want for a year within reason and kind of took Kate's approach. Um, this was last year and I traveled to everything I possibly could. I went to, I think five different KBF events. None of them were here in Utah. So I, I drove out to California every single time. Um, a lot of the times I did it alone. I went and bought myself a, a little fold-up trailer. It folds flat so I could put my kayak on top of it. I took my dog, Hobie, with me. Her name was Hobie. You know, just Instagrammed it up and, um, you know, just try to share my story with others. And and I think California probably was was kind of where it came to light. I mean, there wasn't there's not many women fishermen out out there that were in their tournaments. And so it was always like, oh, you're the chick that drove out here from Utah. That's crazy. You know, 12 hours each way. And sometimes I would literally leave work on a Friday, drive 12 hours, maybe sleep an hour if I'm lucky, get up, fish the tournament and then leave that next Sunday just to make it home to work on Monday. Like it was a grind, but it was so much fun. Uh, I started, you know, I'm not a young buck anymore so I uh you know I started wearing on me a little bit but I had a blast meeting that California crew man that was like the highlight um I started watching Mike McKenstry's stuff started chatting with him him and I became really good friends um I went to national championships got to meet you know everybody that you are kind of friends with on Facebook and Instagram and and there's just not many women in fishing and I I feel like um I put the work in I I'm not the greatest angler in the world. I especially did not know how to fish cypress trees. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, um, I worked really hard for Utah. I think being uh, AOI my first year kind of put my name a little bit on the map and then doing all the traveling alone, I think is what did it. So. Yeah. Was, was there any, like, what, what, what do you think was the drive to be like, to, like the travel? Cause I did it last year a little bit too, but not in the, uh, you know, as intensely as you did it. Um, sure. you know, what was like the drive? Like, what, what was it about, you know, you know, it had to be more to just catch a fish. Cause I mean, we can catch fish, you know, you know, I don't have to leave the state of New York. You don't have to leave Utah to go catch fish. It was not sure. just about, catch, it's not just about catching fish. You know, what was really the drive? Like what, what bit you that, that you know, they, they, they made you want to drive, you know, thousands of miles that year to go from tournament sure. to tournament. And, and then the thing is like, this is a sport where it's not, uh, the things it gives you, like, like if you're looking for money, you're not gonna get it. 
It's the other things that it gives you that, that make it worthwhile. So what were some of the things, you know, that, that made you want to do it that you, that you got out of it? I don't know. I, um, I wanted a sense of accomplishment. I really wanted to qualify for Clear Lake last year. Um, what's funny is I did it in my first California tournament, but didn't realize it. Uh, KBF <laughs> wasn't really clear on like how they were qualifying people, but I, um, I finished my first KBF tournament um, at Berryessa in the top, 20% or whatever it was. Um, so I'd already qualified for Clear Lake, but I still kept going out there trying to qualify in other ways. But um, I don't know. I think it was mostly the experience, like the type of fishing, even in California, you can catch 25, 26 inch fish. I, I don't know if you saw Shoot Fish Life. Barry S is where he caught that 26.75. Right. And it is the funniest damn video you'll ever see. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of giggling. In. <laughs> oh my God. Way more giggling out of two dudes. And you'd ever, <laughs> you'd ever know. And I'm there cackling like an idiot. But um, I mean, it was, it was just, just the experience to meet these other people, to, to camp in the places unknown, to, to just find people that are just like you. Utah doesn't really have that scene as much. It's getting bigger. Right. Our club is getting much bigger. We actually, this this tournament this Saturday is the biggest tournament we've had in KFU history. Um, and we actually have to cap it at 50 people. We're at wow. 49 right now. Um, and it, there's, I guarantee we'll hit 50. But um, because the, the lake's only 500 acres big. But, um, but yeah, so it's, it's definitely more of that camaraderie. You get, um, you know, Utah's a little more conservative on a, little, a lot of areas. You go to California and people that are walking around drunk to campsite to campsite, playing giant Jenga, like playing cornhole, just shooting the shit. Everybody's cooking for each other. They were so welcoming, always wanting to feed me, give me alcohol, you know, probably again. <laughs> I did wake up late at one of Lou Maloney's. I woke up 30 minutes after start time because of alcohol. (laughs) So caught my limit, (laughs) but um, no, I don't know. It was just, it was just the experience. If, if um, I mean, I always wanted to go more East, but those drives we're talking 30 hours plus. Yeah. yeah. And that's like a week out out of my work because you always want to try to pre-fish at least one day, you know, but yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I, I think it was experience more than anything. I wasn't looking for money. I wasn't even looking for sponsors. I was looking just to have a good time, meet people and, and just accomplish something that um, I don't care if you're man, woman, it was just something that I didn't know I could really do, honestly. Yeah. Now, how is, uh, yeah, obviously we, we know why this year is differently because uh, of COVID-19, but, uh, you know, were you planning on going like hard this year as well? Or, or did you kind of have your, uh, yeah, because that's one thing. Like the like the first year, I'm like, man, that was a lot of traveling. I might want to re like I still I still want to travel some, but I want to like approach it a little differently and maybe not burn myself out. Um, and learn to like enjoy the sport just a little bit more than just like, because I mean, it just it's it's so exhausting traveling, uh, coming back home, pe- playing dad, playing the husband, going back to work, to do it again and a week and a half later, and it, just, it just catches up with you, and eventually you're like, man. I, I'm kind of ready for winter to come so I can take a break from this thing called fishing. Uh, what was your feeling coming into the uh, 2020 season? Um, well, I, uh, I, well, like I said, I met my boyfriend last year, moved in with uh, him and his kids. And so I've kind of got this family mentality now. And also, um, a, I will call it adopting kayak fishing Utah. Um, my focus is now a lot more on making sure my members are happy and, um, 
and a lot more about our kids and, and trying to just like grow my family that not grow it, but try to have a happy family now, which like you, you know, have a, a newer addition to your family. It's like, you gotta have your priorities. I, I was single. I just had a dog. She was able to travel with me. Um, and, and so that was way different, but, um, I don't know. I, I miss all the traveling and, and I did, there are some I'm going to hit up this year, but it's not going to be nearly, I mean, I, I, did, I, you know, put a pretty dent in my pocket as well as far yeah, as yeah. cash goes. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be paying for 2019 for a while. I got, I'll be paying that off right? for a while. <laughs> yeah. And you know what though? It was all worth it. Like there, there was something I was missing in my life and, and doing that traveling that made me find a sense of independence that I didn't have before I was married for 12 years. You know, I found a sense of independence. I found, I found myself, I found something I love to do. And I found a crap ton of people who are just as kick-ass that love to do the same thing. I wouldn't take back any of it and I'll, I'll pay for it for the rest of my life if I have to, you know? Right. 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 So, you know, you know, being, you know, somewhat new to the sport, like we are, you know, two, three years doesn't seem like that's a lot of, you know, time to be in it. But, uh, you know, now that you're running like your own, um, you know, turn your tournament club or a club, what are some of the challenges that you see? Like, um, I mean, making people happy, uh, you know, trying to explain rules, new people coming in, the old people getting a little bitchy. I mean, like, there's, there's all kinds of things that, you know, that, that I imagine. Like one, of the, yeah, it, it seems like a headache because, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm pretty good friends with my tournament director, but uh, he's been doing it for years. So he's kind of got it like a system, you know, he's, this is like his third or fourth year doing it. The club's been around for a while, so he's he's kind of got a system in place, so it runs pretty good. But uh, you know, you being new at this, what's the experience like? What are some of the the challenges? Um, it's definitely um, uh, I don't okay managing the uh the online the social media stuff. I I need to find a way to automate that or uh, maybe appoint some other moderators because I definitely get a little bit more uh emotional sometimes. Um and now like the COVID-19 stuff, um people are just being extremely hateful to each other trying to post a lot of political stuff and um I've had to kick some people out of our out of our chats. It's like you know, there's no place for that here. We're a family. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, you want to be called them, she, unicorn, whatever, like, we're all here to do the same thing. Let's just enjoy each other and share experiences. Um, as far as tournament directing goes, it's probably been more um, angler responsibility, having to emphasize that. I try to give out as many rules as I can. I answer every question. I answer every single message that comes into me. It consumes a lot of my time, unfortunately, but that's okay. You know, that's, that's part of, of what it is. Um, I'm hoping to automate that a little bit more in the future. Um, but, um, you know, last year for our state championship, somebody didn't know that you couldn't lay the identifier on top of the fish and he was in the money and I had to DQ his fish. And, um, you know, he's messaging me while he's on the water. He's like, this is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I get it. I feel so bad right now. You have no idea. But if I let this slide for you, I have to let it slide for the next hundred people. And that's not fair rules or rules. It's your responsibility to read the rules. And, um, he was upset for a while. He didn't make a stink, but you know, and, but he's back. And so that's what I'm excited about. He's back at this next tournament. And, and it's just, I don't know, angler responsibility is always the hardest one, pleasing everybody, you know, oh, what's the money going towards? What are you going to do with this? And, right. you know, it's, it's, 
you know, so I bought stickers for the club and some people were like, you should have used that money for, to go back to it. You know, I'm just like, well, great. You know, you run it and then you can decide where the money goes. Right, right, right. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Like there's some things I don't think I'll ever do and something like that. It's just not, it's not my, it's not on my bucket list whatsoever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I said, as soon as it starts not becoming fun for me, then, you know, it might be time to, to hand it over or take a step back, but it's still fun. I still get to fish. And, and until that stops, you know, I'll be there. I can handle it. So. Yeah, I mean, so, so someone has to do it. You know what I mean? Right. And, and if it's you, that's you. I mean, right. I mean, and that's, that's why, that's why tournament directors are real important. And it sucks that sometimes they got to take so much shit, but I mean, it's like, they're the only ones doing it. Like this thing that you guys love so much, this thing that we all enjoy that brings us all together. If this guy doesn't do the job, then we don't have it. That means one of us got to right. do it. And, and right now, none of, no one, none of us are volunteering to do it. So I don't know. Just, stuff up. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, you know, shut up and just take, you know, take orders and, and, and follow commands and whatever it is. But, uh, you know, don't make it hard. Don't make something that's supposed to be just fun and enjoyable. Don't make it, don't make that hard or difficult because it's, 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 it's not, it's a, it's a luxury. It's not a, it's not a, you know, it's not guaranteed. Like you don't have to have right. a fishing tournament. And so for someone to step up, because you know, a lot, a lot of you guys don't get paid, uh, you know, like, and, exactly. and you've got families and, you know, when the season's over and we all go back and we store our kayaks and our fishing gear and we, and we go do whatever we're going to do for the off season, the tournament directors are still working. They're, they're getting yep. the permits. They're, they're planning, they're, they're talking to sponsors, exactly. all that stuff. And so it's like, they never stop, you know, and then yeah. half, half of them, you know, my tournament director, he's uh I don't think he cares that much, but he, I know he likes to fish, but I think he loves the job of being a tournament director because he, he doesn't go and fish as much as us. Like when we're out there trying to win money, he's out there taking pictures of us on the drone or whatever and promoting yeah. us as anglers, like, you know, using our pictures for the sponsors to use on their, on their Instagram and things like that, you know, like promoting the anglers and things like that. Like, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he'd like to win that a thousand dollars or fish all day, but it's more important to him to you know to do those kind of things that to make the tournament you know to make the, to make the group the club a better you know better club or promote anglers or whatever it is but that's that's, that's that guy's taking that's his time uh especially you know they got kids and you know he, he's got a new baby you know and all yeah. stuff so yeah you gotta be really appreciative of these people because like i said i don't want to do it so <laughs> don't do it at all yeah i mean i i don't take a penny i'm not looking to make a we're not looking to make a profit at all um we're trying to make sure that the anglers get the best experience out of it and I did it because I still want to fish and I still want to get the best experience. I want, I want the winners to get the most out of their money. Um, you know, I, I go on the water later. I should say Joe and I, we both get on the water later than everyone. We both get off the water earlier than everyone. That way we can make sure that, you know, we've got payouts, right? We, you know, I, like I said, I pay a judge. I want to make sure she's got all the fish judge. We, we go through the top five, whoever gets getting paid. We go through those, those payouts to make sure we agree with those fish. Like, there's a lot that goes into it. We, we also, um, buy food for everybody. So then I've got my boyfriend who's cooking for everyone because he's awesome. And, you know, we're making sure everybody's taken care of and just happy at the end of it. And I'm not looking for anything other than let's just not bitch about things and have a good time. You know, yeah, I mean, at the end, it's, it's just a fun hobby. It's not, it's nothing yeah. more or nothing, you know, but yeah. So what else is new? I knew this was, was going to be a quick one because this was going to be just an introduction, getting to know who Aaron is. Because, you know, like, besides, you know, obviously the Mike McKissick show and everything else, um, you know, there was drama that happened recently. And it was like, okay, I got to get everyone on here and make sure, you know, and, and, 
and just and just spread kindness and niceness sure. and positivity. That's that's my Absolutely. goal. So Yeah, but, no. I mean, yeah, you know, that that drama was a little a little fun and exciting for a hot minute, but uh everybody's pretty much over it. So yeah. I, I, I think that's something that people don't realize is that like you're upset about something now, but I, but I promise you, like it, in a few days, this will, this will all blow over, and there's all this, all this energy and all this stuff that people spend in, in certain things and invest in certain things. It's just like, it's just like a, it's a waste. It's like bad equity. It's like it's just, sure. you, you know, it's, it's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old and wise or some shit like that. <laughs> I, know. I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw a little gray in my beard the other day. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm not drawn to uh, situations like that at all. Like it's easier for me to. Uh, just turn it off, unfriend, sure. unfollow. Uh, you know, it just, I don't know. It just doesn't make. It just never, never does any good. Is what I learned. Cause I used to be hot headed, um, but sure. you know, I'm 37 years, almost 37 years old now. So oh, I'm know. just a tad bit older than you. Uh oh. <laughs> I have to dye my hair to get rid of them grays. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, is there, any, is there anything going? Is there anything coming up with the ladies soon? Um, I, I know you, you Kate. Christine Fisher and I forget her name up in Maine. You guys are really big into like the, uh, almost like a ladies retreat almost. I actually wasn't a part of that last year. Um, okay. I, I think it was in the middle of two really close tournaments to each other. And I wasn't able to take that much time off. I'm hoping to be able to get up there this year. Um, Christine had reached out to me and was hoping I'd make it and be up there. Um, that's still up in the air. You know, with yeah. COVID and everything, I'm, we're trying to yeah, squeeze another know. tournament. And it's, it's, this, this year has just been insane. You know, it's been crazy. I'm just, I'm ready for it to be back to normal, you know. Well, um, whatever that's going to be, right? Yeah. And normal's relative, right? I mean, yeah. it's, we went, we went fishing, um, we went pre fishing this last weekend. And this campground, like, they hired somebody to play, um, there was like a band to play some music or whatever. And everybody's gathered around, nobody's wearing masks. And I was like, I mean, I'm a, I, I wear masks when I go out. That's just my personal preference. I do it to protect others, whatever I, I, there's, you know, debates on whether they work or not either way. It doesn't really matter. Um, but nobody was wearing masks. And I was almost kind of like, yeah, this is the first time I felt normal in months, you know, yeah. things just felt normal. You, it's a smaller town, you know, you, you walk into a store, nobody's wearing masks. They don't have the big plexiglasses up and, and everybody's acting like nothing ever happened. And I mean, it's kind of scary, but at the same time, it was really nice, you know, and yeah, I come back yeah. home and it's, and you know, people are wearing masks while they're driving alone in their cars. again. <laughs> so yeah. like, you know, I um not bashing anybody for for what they do by any means. It's it's just been weird. Nobody really knows how to deal with it. It's it's affecting people's social lives. Yeah. Um, it's affecting their moods. It's affecting um everything. People's home lives. You know, I know a lot of people who are ready to get a divorce and people <laughs> who want to get away from their kids now. You know? Yeah, yeah. People who hate homeschooling. It's it's been rough for everyone, but I'm ready for some normalcy for sure. Yeah, I think you know it's. I try not to put too much into it now. It's just like it's everything for me for the rest of this year or forever is just salvaging. It's and and it's uh, recovering from whatever it is. You know, like the fishing season. Like we'll just do what we can with it and and, and try to make it better for 2021. But you know, I see what all these tournaments are doing. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but now everyone just seems like, well, let's just cram everything here, cram everything there, 
And it's like, well, how do you even know that's going to work? Like, how, so many people haven't been working in three months. I don't know if that's, if that's, you know, like, I hope so. I hope you're successful. I'm not saying to not do it, but I look at all these things. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know how much like stock or anything I'm like really to invest into the season, except for, you know, like my local community, my local chapter, uh, you know, things that are close by maybe, but as far as everything else, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, let's just salvage and just move on and get ready for 2021. But like, I don't know. It just seems like, you know, like usually the spring is the busiest time of the year, but now we're looking at fall and like everything's crammed into this and everyone wants to do yeah. this. And, and so all these things that you had planned for fall, you're like, well, can I do that now? Because now the national championships in the fall, now this is in the fall. Yeah. Now, you know, and so like the, the girls event or the ladies event, I don't know how that's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. It's just like, cause everyone just wants to, to save what's already passed. Like, dude, that time's passed. Like that event's over. Like, let's just, you know, salvage and, and move on. But I don't know what the right answer is. I know, I know these organizations have got, you know, they got to do what they got to do and, and people want to feel like they, you know, I mean, obviously you know, like, you know, some of these big, big events are, are important to people. So I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I just know that me personally, I'm kind of just like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm just like taking a, a stoner approach to like, eh, whatever, you know, like just cool, collect, <laughs> you know, whatever. We'll just, we'll just make it, we'll just make it to the next year. I think will be better, but I don't know. I'm like you, I'm kind of ready just to, for things to get back to whatever they're going to be so we can you know, start, just start living again and, and, and get back into some kind of routine, um, whatever that's going to be for the next however many months or years, you know? Sure. Yeah, it's it kind of sucks. We had already gotten permits and decided our state championship was going to be October 3rd and 4th. And it's down in St. George, which is about a five hour drive for us. And um, it's going to be a two day event. It's supposed to be this huge thing. And then um, national championships decides that yeah. they it's the week after yeah, so now I've, a- now I've got a group of guys that are very hardcore dedicated to going to the nc but they can't now now they can't join our our, our state championship because they're going to be on their way so it's like i don't know it's kind of a bummer it's kind of put a, a dent in some things you know um but we just got to roll with it and then exactly i mean start over <laughs> yeah and that's like, pretty much i'm just waiting to hit the reset button as soon as that things get to where they're going to get like maybe 2021 will be a great year this year i'm just going to do with little things I can, you know, run this podcast into the ground or whatever. And uh, <laughs> that's about it. Like, I, I got nothing big for 2020 right now except to just get get through it. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. There's not much else we can do. We just got to grind through it and have fun. I mean, that's just the thing. Everybody's making a bigger deal about it than I think it, not everybody. But then th- that they have to. Let's just work together and get through it. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, I've been having a blast these last few months. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm like, like I, I love tournaments, but God, don't tell me that they're not a pain in the ass. The planning, the trip planning, look. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure sightseeing is good, but driving 12, 13 hours isn't that fun. Your back starts to hurt. Uh, <laughs> you get hungry. You start eating shitty foods. Your guts are all messed up, and you get to a place. You're tired. Got to wake up early so you can go pre-fish again. So, you, and then you, you can't sleep at night. You know, you don't go to sleep till like late the next night because. You're nervous, or you're getting everything ready, or or you're an idiot. You hung out with the wrong crew, and you got drunk. And you wake, you know, and then, so that's like two or three days of that, and then that 12, 13 hour drive back home. You get home, your wife and kids there, all your fishing stuff's gotta be stored away. Gotta go back to work, and be you know, like, oh, it's like, look, it's great, but don't pretend like it's not a pain in the ass for this tournament. Sure. <laughs> so far this year, I've only traveled once. I've been fishing like three, four days a week, having the time of my life, no pressure, not making sure I have all the right gear, the right tackle. I'm just like carefree. I mean, that, that's maybe, maybe that's what I'm into. Maybe, 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 maybe. We're doing it for you now. 
Yeah, you know, so that was something that, that's kind of hit me this year was just like, I just like to go out there and fish and have a good time. Maybe Sorry. maybe it's okay not to travel all the time and chase these tournaments and things like that. I don't know. I'm yeah. not, you know, but I'm never, I was never trying to make a living or make anything off, like, you know, big off it anyways. To me, yeah. I, you know, I approach, to me, it's, it's just like you. It's like, it was just an adventure or, you know, something like that. But it's, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, I think when I, I think when I was single, I was looking to um, really hone my skills and go after Angler of the Year for KBF, go after those Hobie events, and and look at being a top competitor. Um, but man, as soon as I met my boyfriend and the kids, it's like, oh, 180. Like let's uh, let's reprioritize it. I'm not saying that I that they, I let them take over my life by any means. It's just that that is more important to me now. Absolutely. Now, not being the best, you know, yeah, that'd be great. But, you know, I've got a full-time job. I, I love my job and I've got, you know, an awesome family now that I didn't have a year ago or you know, two years ago. So it's like trade-offs, you know, right, I'm okay right. not being the best. I'm just going to do what I can for, for Utah and for, especially our youth here. I'm really trying to get them involved and, you know, just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we did it, Aaron. We, uh, we made it past the 30-minute mark. We had a great conversation. And, awesome. you know, the first one's off, you know, done, and we'll do it again in the future. Uh, we won't be so, whatever, regimented or, or awkward next time because we just we know each <laughs> other now. So, But right? I, I, appreciate, I appreciate you coming on. I know like, you're like me. You're broken. My knees hurt. Your back's hurt. We got all, all these weird painkillers the docs want. So all I want, all I want to do is put ice in my leg and go lay down. So that's it's what we're going to do with this conversation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to – I'm right there with you. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate it, Aaron, and we'll talk again soon. All right, dear? All right. Sounds good, Josh. Bye. Bye.